Hey y'all, welcome to Real Shit with Stefan Seb. Welcome baby, how you doing? I'm doing good today, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Today's themes are going to be talked about arguments in our relationship, romantic relationship to be specific. It could also be arguments and even friendships or anything else. Yeah, really, within your... Matter. Mm-hmm. Anything everyday life that is just a complete conflict. Have you ever been in a situation where you want to just wear somebody's head off? <laughs> Yeah, I have. Can you can you <laughs> take quite us, a few? Can you take us back through a moment? My thing is, I see red. I I don't have like a. I don't have like a process where I was like, hmm, I think I'm angry. I feel it. I see it. I have to say it. So it's you, immediate. So you say, I'm I'm angry. It's like a rocket about to pop off. That sounds dangerous. It is. God, God help me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. I can't, one of the things is I can't mask my emotions. I can't go ahead and be like, oh, wow, you know, I feel something. It's like, I feel it. I felt it. It's already stirring up. My demeanor has changed. My facial expression has changed. Oh, yeah. You go south pretty quick. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. it's immediate. And if we don't take care of it, then it's like, I'm not, and I will have it like with that one person. I won't go ahead and take it out on everybody else. No, you do a good job of, of cont- oh, comparalyzing that. Compartmentalizing? Compartmentalizing. Yeah. But I, but I also think that, you let it linger a little bit sometimes. And it's like... Well, like at last... And it's like you climb that tree and it, and you're not going to get out of that tree unless somebody else comes up and gets you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but... So I like to hear, oh, hey, you know, let's talk about it. I love the Talk Down series. Hey, let's talk about it. Oh, ease the emotions. Okay, hey, this is what we, you know... Where you went wrong, this is where I went wrong. Oh, bullshit. What were you arguing about yesterday? What was the thing we were arguing about yesterday? Are you being on time? Mm. Yeah. Supposedly. <laughs> oh, supposedly God. to my fiance, my lovely fiance here. <laughs> she claims that I'm late all the time. All the time to me means 100% of the time. Most of the time. Most I'd of say time. 95% of the time you're usually late. So therefore, if I'm 95% late, that's pretty horrific. And then Just I, I defend it. myself and I say, baby, that's not possible. I'm not late 95% of the time. He said, no, you said, I'm not late to work. I'm not. Yeah. But when it comes to anything else, you're usually late. No, I'm not. Playboy. Well, well here, here's the difference. And the example she was using is when you, for my birthday party, baby, come to my birthday party around 530. I was like, okay, around 530 to me means like, Around five. He thinks uh, it means any thirty. Around around six. So any the whole hour to me, I'm like around five thirty means the whole hour between the half an hour before and half an hour after five thirty. That's like around. I've never had you arrive earlier. Well, because you say around. say around. So if there's no expectation of me being there sooner, it'd be one thing you say maybe arrive by five thirty. Then it's like I know that then I need to get there before five thirty latest 5 30 walking through your door okay but that's not the case you tell me straight up oh whatever hey honey we're, we're still getting ready <laughs> well when the food's not ready yet oh <laughs> there's still some time to go so take your time you make me sound like an old lady <laughs> well here's the thing is you tell me to take my time so i'm like okay so be here around 5 30 and take my time all right 6 15 but hold up hold up hold up hold up i wasn't mad at that i was never mad at oh, that. you were mad no i was I never mad, mad at that <laughs> i wasn't mad at that I said yesterday, I was recalling all these events where he's usually like, if I say, hey, around 530, he always picks like an hour afterwards. Really, that means 630 in his head. Well, you don't clarify. 
Maybe just just be straightforward. Be For like, me, around five thirty says, "Hey, five thirty-five. Hey, five twenty-five. Around five thirty. Mm. See, I never. You're, knew play, that. you're playing around six thirty. Then I would have said, "Hey, around six And six thirty maybe happened like once or twice. So let's be real. Okay, so oh, back okay. to the point that I'm late ninety five percent of the time. Mm-hmm. That ninety five percent of the time to you, baby, is that around time? But I, I, I'm certain that if you tell me, baby, be here by five thirty, I'll be there by five thirty, guaranteed. Unless something crazy happens, like a meteor shower, or a oh, freaking God. volcano erupts, or something, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But beyond that, how about I'm, me? Do you think I'm on time? Uh, for the hey, most exclude part, exclude yesterday and today. For the most part, you are, but you like to give me a hard time, and it's ironic because the day after you're late. So, for example, we're having. A, I think it's we just when I talk shit about, is that I we get. We were it. having an argument about this being late <laughs> yesterday, and then we we're supposed to meet up today, and then she messages me five minutes before a meeting point says, "Hey, babe, I'm gonna be late," <laughs> and then she's 15 minutes late. It's like, okay, well, that's that's ironic. Well, I had to pay my rent, and the well, post office line was out the door. You should have done that sooner. Well, wow, that's like, the thing. And it was like yesterday too. You were late for us to head out, and it's like, oh, there was so much traffic. It's like you're finding excuses. <laughs> just take, just just acknowledge and say, yeah, I'm late. Yeah, I'm late, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgive you. I forgive you. <laughs> It's crazy shit out here. Yeah, it's a rough life. I mean, one of the things is that you really try have to try to communicate the best that you can because you, we could go on about this topic all day. He says bye, and to me that means way earlier. Like the other day when you texted me, hey, bye, 2.30. And I'm like, what does bye mean? What does bye mean to you? Wait, what are you talking about? When we were going to pick up your car yesterday. Mm. You said meet me here by 2.30. Yeah, and then you, and you asked like, me to explain. Hell by, you asked by me to explain, me. and I said, be here by 2.30 so we can leave comfortably and take our time heading out the door. But then I get here And then anyways, you still he- get here and you're still late. <laughs> you were here at like 2.35. So now I'm like, all right, now we have, instead of having 15 minutes, now we have But then you made me coffee. Minutes. Well, because I, I, I had that time allowed it to get here, make coffee. So you knew I was going to be have late. A little, have a little like little tea time and then head out. That's it. By the way, we are drinking coffee right now. I'm drinking black and my fiance is drinking a uh, nice. Uh, yeah, Papi is my barista. He, take, pour, he, thinks of, over. he thinks of coffee as an art. It is. Yeah. It's a huge difference of having a coffee on a drip machine or a Keurig versus a pour over. See, to me, I can't tell the difference. Because you drink it with sugar and milk. You, you forget what the coffee tastes like. All you're tasting is sugar and milk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it like that, but okay. I feel you. You're still getting the caffeine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all that matters. That's yeah. all that matters. You can give me days old coffee and I wouldn't know. Yeah. I mean, heck, you, you're willing to even re-warm it up in the microwave and... Yeah, 20 times, right. yeah. That's all right. That's how my grandma does her coffee, too. Like, she'll say it's cold, but I'll heat it up for you. And her definition of heating up, it's hit the microwave. Yeah. To me, I'm like, it, it doesn't have to be so fancy. I'll drink coffee, however. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good, you know. I, th- I think that's good. I think that, that balances me out, because then it's like, all right, well, if she, does, she doesn't care, then at least I know I can... Like, Give her coffee easy. You know, if you were tough and you were expecting cappuccinos every single time I offered you coffee, then we'll have. The only thing I do like is when you froth, froth, shush, yeah. shush, shush, froth my milk. She has, she has her milk. Frother. She has her frother and she likes it when I froth <laughs> her milk. That sounds dirty. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's just milk frother. Yeah. So with, with being on time, mm-hmm. I do, th- I do think it's important to be on time because that, that's. It's a respect It's thing. a respect thing and it's like. You're now 
if I tell you, babe, we have to be there at one o'clock and we're there at one, whatever, 105, the person that we're meeting or whoever, whatever we're doing now, therefore it's like, well, if we had a time to meet and they're late now, they're wasting my time. So now one of the biggest commodities in life that we don't get back is time. No matter how much that's going in deep, no matter how much money, no matter how much wealth, no matter whatever time, there's nothing we get back because we don't know that they were going to die, period. Mm-hmm. I could die tomorrow, you know, and I could be like, you freaking stood me up 30 minutes the other day. And it's like those 30 minutes, I could have been playing Call of Duty and what I would have died hell? happier, you know? <laughs> no, Lately, no, it's <laughs> been coming back to Call of Duty. <laughs> it's just a hypothetical. Too much. It's just a hypothetical. Okay. But point being is that. Do you believe in, you know how like they say the stereotypical Hispanics are always late? I don't believe so. I, I think that's it, it generalization zone. Well, that's funny because for our shit. wedding, oh, for our wedding invitations, you said, hey, we're going to have to time it out right so that way everybody can be there on time. There are a few individuals in my family <laughs> that for weddings, they have showed up two to four hours late. And two I'm to four not, hours late? I'm not kidding you. There are members in my family <laughs> who value more of them time getting ready than the actual ceremony or the reception. This shouldn't be pressed to kill. Right, but at the cost of what? Are you missing out half the party, half the celebration? To me, that, that that's that's disrespectful. Well, I think we need to set a thing. If you're not there for the ceremony, then you ain't coming in the reception. Yeah, but then no gift. No. <laughs> so, what, so then it's like, no, it's, it's a matter of thing of just being straight up and just... Promptly. Just... At- yeah. Put a time and expect people to show up. And if they don't show up, well, that's unfortunate. That's okay. That's for us anyways. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, yes, some family members do, do, are very tardy. And I'm not talking about five remember, minutes, 30 I, minutes there. It's like hours. Yeah. That's a little absurd. But I remember, my, I remember my mom would have a keychain that says, it was like a feisty ass keychain. It was like I don't, I'm mom and I'm allowed to always be late or some shit like that. And it was like what? What? Yeah. So she had an excuse when she was she, late. She well, she had the keychain. Well, plus she had four kids. Was she late a lot? I feel like she was. I mean, I remember her being late to a lot. But I mean, like if we had to be there on time, we would be there around that time. Which is probably I'm there around that. Time. <laughs> so you've learned your definition of being around that time from your mom. Yeah. And your mom was like 15 minutes or so. Yeah, I would say it was never like hours. It would be like 10, 15 minutes. Well, that's not, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. No, 10, 15 minutes is not hours. terrible. Like, especially for a party. I remember, I remember this one time where uh, my brother was in Boy Scouts. And uh, he was going to be on the float in New Holland. They had like their parade night on Wednesdays, like whatever, whenever the fair came around. So it ends up being like my brother had to be there at a certain time and it was like had to be there at like seven. And I think by getting us ready and everything, we ended up being getting there at like 745. The poor guy missed the float. Jeez. <laughs> or this other time that we, me and Valerie were in uh, Girl Scouts, my sister. And uh, we ended up having like family come over and like my mom just didn't have the heart to be like, hey, yo, we got to go to like they have an award ceremony for Girl Scouts. We know we missed our award ceremony. Oh. Yeah, me and Valerie had our our suits on, our like our little outfits on, and everything. We're just like any moment, mom. Oh. Never made it. 
That's but I got the badge though. You still got the badge. What did what did the people say when you got the badge? You're like, hey, happy. This you was made like it? this was like the following week for Girl Scouts. You like met like every Wednesday night, every week or something like yeah. that. So we just completely missed the celebration. So we found out like the next week they had like the badges on their desk. Jeez. <laughs> That's pretty tragic. <laughs> that would yeah. suck. Were you guys upset? I think we were. We were probably like a little bit, just like oh, down. But I was never like. I think we understood that it was a lot for my mom just kind of being a or like my dad just worked a lot so like she just had to manage four kids all at once and i think it was difficult yeah i think it would be difficult on anybody it would it would it's a lot of people four kids at once and while your dad's working mm-hmm. that's a lot of hard work she was a stay-at-home mom where my dad was like the full-time worker yeah did they argue much they would have their moments but their thing is that whenever they would argue it would be like rough and then it would just be quiet any other time what do you mean by rough? Like you would know that the argument, it would just be rough arguments. I guess like anybody argues. How do we, do we argue rough? I mean, in our past, I think we would. In our past, think, in our past year, have we argued rough? No, I don't think so in the past year. And what does arguing rough mean though? It's just like, I mean, I feel like it's an argument. It depends on whether or not you yell, do you yell? Does the person aggressive? Are they not? Do they listen to you? Can you converse? Can we sit down and talk about it? They weren't the sit down talk type. No, so what would they do? No. No bueno. <laughs> hmm. Well. I think it's just you finding your... I think there's another thing of just, like, having generations before you. Yeah. And you realizing, like, the role play, like, you know, our parents, like, it's like the wife would do the housework, the guy is the worker. Yeah. And those traditional roles coming into play, whereas, like, you know, us now, we have a leg up in being, like, our roles in a relationship or marriage get to be very equal mm-hmm. yeah. so it's just the different times yeah but I, I do think there's a there's a certain balance you know there's one extreme to one left to the, to the other side and then there's another extreme to the other side i think the middle the middle ground is usually the best mm-hmm. and finding that takes a lot of work yeah but is that for every relationship that's not well that's what i mean that's what i mean by the example of some some people are very left some people are very right whatever mm-hmm. that definition means i'm just 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 drawing a hypothesis here it's like you got, for example, somebody who likes to run away or they need their an hour or two hours to, to, to digress. And Decompress. the other person wants to automatically confront and get it done right then and there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are two, those are two ends of the spectrum. You got to find that middle ground that works both for both of you. Maybe it's like, okay, maybe you do need your space. All right. Then the other person who expects that should be like, all right, I'll give you your space. Instead of being two hours, maybe it's like, take your 30 minutes or whatever. And then the other person should be like, all right, well, if she's giving me at least some time, then then it's only right for me to go and then but talk I, to her. I think that's one thing where that, that literally takes years. Yeah, it takes time. But in, both of your partners have to be willing. So yeah, like, for sure. say if you go ahead and you pair yourself with someone that doesn't believe in the whole uh, bettering yourself journey or anything like that, they are the way they are and that's it. That's going to be a difficult road for you. You're Unless probably you never going to have that opportunity. It. Yeah. That's it. It's just accepting it and moving on. And it's like, oh, well, that person just wants to deal with it right away. Then it's like, you just accept it or you don't and you move on. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's tough. It's tricky. It's tricky because your relationships get are rattled. tricky. Yeah, they are. They're not easy. It takes a lot of maneuvering, a lot of talking out, a lot of experience, a lot of, uh, hey, I'm not having this shit like exiting or you, you know, coming to terms three days later of, hey, like, this is what we need to do. I think it comes like a lot of 
after a lot of turmoil or experience with each other that you go ahead and say, hey, this is like where I would ideally like our relationship to be. Let's work on this. Yeah. And it sounds really nice the way we're saying it. It sounds like we're painting a pretty picture. No, because we lived it. But it's not. Yeah. Believe me. And you're going to want to eject when you're living through that. And like, and <clears throat> maybe not even in relationships. Maybe let's say you're, I'm going to share a personal story that actually happened today. I was getting, uh, I went to get my car inspected and the mechanic really good guy really good guy by my house um he tells me yeah i'll inspect your car just change your brakes your rear brakes i was like okay that's fine Mm -hmm. so i go change my brakes i come back like two hours later and the guy i come back in his shop and he's like what's up with you freaking people you expect shit to just get done right then and there Mm -hmm. it's like you know that to me is disrespectful and he got upset he really got upset with me that I just showed up right then and there Happened and expected today. him to, to do this thing. And the, the thing about the matter is that I was not coming in with the intention for him getting to it done today. getting it done right then and there. I was going in there to see what, what he needed for me to do, to drop it off, to come back tomorrow, whatever. I was there to plan ahead. Yeah. And he got upset. And I decided, you know what? He's upset. All right, let's have, let's have a moment. Let, let him voice it out. And then I said, dude, I'm sorry. I was not aiming for you to get it done right now. And I'm sorry for miscommunicating. You know, what's easier for you? You tell me right now, later, tomorrow. (laughs) And then right off the bat, he cools down and he's chill about it. He's like, hey, go get your paperwork. I got some time. I just I can't do an inspection until about half an hour. And we ended up talking for like an hour about shit, about our families. Because our families knows each other, oh. um, one cousin's married to uh, to Vinny, mm-hmm. and Vinny knows the mechanic. It's great. Yeah. They were just bullshitting, you know. And he shared with me some of his life story. He has an amazing life. Mm-hmm. So I think the moral of the story: it's like the harder road, the easiest road is to like, ah, oh, fuck this guy, I'm out of here, mm-hmm. I'm done, or just be like, no, breathe, take a second. Put your pride aside and be like, yo, it's all right. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I fucked up. And then boom, and we all win. So that's, a, that's like another way of like handling an, a disagreement or an argument. Is sometimes just keeping your cool and keeping the maturity. But it's not easy, but it, you, you can get there. You yeah, know? I think at the same time, it's like one of these things where you can go ahead and play that road for a while. But it's like, then I think other questions come into play. It's like, hey, are you being stepped on? Are you not respected? There's one thing about being disrespected. And there's another thing of being stepped on, for sure. I do I do see that. But if you go ahead and play that road, like say the same relationship is like that. And it's like all the time, hey, I saw, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. But it's like every time that person throws a fit, that's it. Okay, we're talking about my mechanic that we see well, once you a said year in general like a relationship or we're talking about like an intimate romantic relationship relationship period say like a consistent relationship of go ahead you're like you're always having to apologize when you say consistent relationship what do you mean anything though? it could be a sibling it could be a parent it could be a relationship a personal relationship it, it, again i think it, there's a difference see to me we gotta I don't draw the believe- line we gotta draw a line here i don't believe if it's somebody is, if it's somebody you're gonna never see again forget about it if it's somebody you're going to see once a year, forget about it. If it's somebody they're going to see twice a year, forget about it. If it's somebody that you see, let's say that it's a bigger part of your life uh-huh. or you're seeing them, you know, a few times a month, 
and you're spending a good amount of time throughout that day, mm-hmm. then I say, you guys, you guys need to have a, a conversation and be like, hey, look, you're you're making me feel less than, mm-hmm. and I don't appreciate it. I okay. think you're being disrespectful, and it it's hurting. It it's not it's not good to feel this way, and okay. I don't have to be in, in this relationship. You know, I don't have to be here. So I do think there's a difference. Okay. And sometimes you don't want to have that conversation with that person. Yeah, because I, I that know person that, could erupt. I know that you have way more patience than I do. Sometimes. Most of the time. I could throw it down. You can. <laughs> yeah. You can, but it's all right. We'll move on. Mm-hmm. We'll move on. But, um, you know, so it's one of those things where in relationships big or small or relationship with your mechanic or your fiance or or your grandpa or your grandma it's like there are certain battles you gotta be choosy with you know and mm-hmm. it's, it's like that old saying just pick your, pick your battles if this battle really means a lot to you okay go into it but be ready to come out of it maybe not winning yeah and come out with it maybe like not getting your point across yeah I think that there's also some relationships where you'll never be having that see eye to eye or like hey it's right. like we'll never find a wrong. resolution so it's like one of those things where it's like you'll typically avoid those relationships as far as like leave it where it is accept it that's it move on yeah yeah and it's tough because what if that's your mom what if that's your dad what if that's your your sister whoever i mean it sucks at the end of the day but i think it's either that or you're constantly battling with it yeah but don't you want to like at the end of the day don't you want to take part in that relationship with your you know sibling or your parent or do you just like forget about it move on and let the per, that person deal with their for own me personally battles. if you go ahead and it's the same result every time then it's one of these things where you just accept it move on you can't possibly go ahead and say hey see what i see hey see what i see and it's all the time you just let down let down let down let down and so you just have to like go ahead and move either move forward or you're just constantly dwelling on it but what do you mean by moving forward let's talk practically what does that mean give us an moving example. forward leaving it where it is whether or not you can want to continue to have a relationship with that person then you go ahead and you you engage to a certain extent but you'll always get there to a certain extent right but give me give me concrete examples so meaning okay we had a disagreement tuesday I walked away. It's been if two I can't months, talk and to it's you? been two months, and I haven't talked to you because I can't put up with this shit. <clears throat> Is that well, what? You I mean? No, because I wouldn't have that shit from you. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about just generally, like not not me particularly. Like let's say it's, let's say it's your is your sister, for example. Uh huh. If I can only talk to my sister to a certain extent, and every time we have a disagreement, it's always the same thing, then I'm always gonna have a certain kind of relationship with my sister. It's just going to go to that. It's never going to be like a fulfilling, I don't think, relationship. It's just, I just know I can only go this far with my sister. That's as far as I can go. And you're okay with sacrificing that? For some people, you do. I don't think that's a thing of like, I have to have a 100 relationship with everybody all the time. It's always going to be this thing. No, there's going to be certain relationships where it's like, hey, they're fulfilled. Hey, these are the people I can go for this. Hey, this is the people I can only go so far with. And I yeah. think if, as long as you accept that, especially in family situations, then that's as far as you can go. So the key thing is accepting that you're not going to change them and that they're not going to change. I mean, unless you want it to rule your world. And that's just going to require you losing your peace and your shit. Yeah. And you're going to be miserable for the rest of your days. And I think that that takes growth. That takes a long time to go ahead and accept and just be at a certain uh, point in your life where you're like, hey, like the, I need to realize that this is probably always going to be like this. Yeah. Unless you literally just exit that person out of your life, yeah, yeah. which some people do. I wouldn't have the heart to do that ever to my family, but um, people go to that extent. 
to go yeah. ahead and make sure that they live their fulfilled life. I mean, people exile out their moms or dads. Yeah, that's. I mean, that, that's. I'm sure that's not an easy thing to to come to mm-hmm. and say. You know, what, mom, I can't talk to you, or I can't be around you. Well, though. sometimes people believe in the whole uh, the power of energy. So, like, go ahead, say like, if your mom is negative all the time and it's just constantly daunting on you, your life, and you just see it as such a like a toxic relationship. Some people would just rather exit of that do away with that kind of energy and just be whatever you know they've created for their life but that seems like the easier thing to do to walk away but Versus you the have the right to your is, own relationship you do but what i'm saying is like okay let me let me play a little devil's advocate what if you do counter that and say you know what I'm, i am going to accept that and i am going to still be around and you that's always it. have a toxic air and you always have a toxic parent and you know better that like you said, you just don't go into certain conversations or you don't just mention things. You Maybe you just like show up, you know, a few times a week, say hi, make sure everything is well, and then that move out. That would suck. It would, but I, th- I think that takes a lot of courage. That takes a lot of I courage. I mean, it depends. Uh, I think at the end of the day, it depends on your experience with that person, what life has looked like up until that point, and as far as what impact do they have. So, like, say if your mom doesn't like your partner and every time you're with your partner and she's always saying shit and it's like, can you take that or would you go ahead and salvage that part of your life to go ahead and sacrifice the other? It's like that movie, uh, The Fighter with Mark Wahlberg. I didn't watch the full thing. The the mom was very possessive and they had like five sisters and Mark Wahlberg brought his, his, girl, his girl home a few times and, and they would talk shit. Mm-hmm. Just straight up shit and the sisters were like, be mean and the mom would just talk straight to her face not even behind her back they would just talk straight shit mm-hmm. and i remember at one point it's like my Wahlberg's girlfriend in the movie was very tough she was a very you know tough woman so she t- she took it well and she didn't really let it get to her uh but there was a few times you where that Mark has... Wahlberg, the, he, he he had to just be like mom you got to treat her well that's my woman you got to respect her yeah you know that's to haunt your relationship, though. At the end of the day, you can't say that you go home and it's like all oh, butterflies. No, there's a lot of shit you have to go ahead and dissect through just because of that experience. Yeah, that's true. That's very heavy. And there's, you know, I think we're we're talking about one one aspect of unhealthy relationships, but there's a whole other aspect where it's just there's physical violence involved, mm-hmm. and that shit's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think from that you would flee. Yeah, I, I think say, that, you, that, you wouldn't accept that. <laughs> no, well, and I think sometimes the thing is, no matter whether you go through it or don't go through it, or you know somebody that does, you try to think for the better sacrifice of love, or you know, you love that person, or hey, that's my mom, hey, that's my dad, or whatever you know the case is. But I think the other important is is that if somebody genuinely loved you, at the end of the day, maybe they don't know how to properly show it, but it shouldn't be something that you have to put up with as a person. No, you shouldn't. Yeah. You shouldn't put up with that. That's that's toxic, and that's gonna eventually maybe you end up dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody battles things through different ways, and there's no necessarily hey, this is the right way to go about it. Some people have emotions that they can't properly express that they only do a certain way, or you know they can't express, or they were never given the opportunity as a child. Therefore, they you know were were raised as like a pent up emotions, and everybody just handles things differently. Yeah, it's very true. That's very true, man. So I mean, even as a kid, like for my mom, she would always be like very expressive in the way, like, "Hey, how do you feel?" Or, I mean, every day we had dinner together, or as soon as we got off, she would after school, she had a coffee waiting for us, and we would talk about our days. Oh wow! So therefore, we came out 
super expressive children. Yeah. And I think that's also another thing is like why we can't hold anything back because every day it was like talking, Get involvement. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I th- I, and, and you know, it's funny because I think when we were, we were dating for a good bit, I remember I was more on the, I would hold back a lot more and you were more the expressive one. Mm-hmm. Even then you still consider me to be expressive for a guy that you had met. Um, but you helped me sort of get out of that shell and be open with my with my emotions. Yeah. And now it's like I can be completely open with you. Yeah, I would have to ask you in the beginning because I think it's also realizing that when you're first dating with somebody, you don't really know what their pros, cons, how do they deal with things, how do they not. It's like Sebastian, you would like feel a little wave. Yeah. And then I'd be like, hey, I can send some things up, what's up? And then it would even take him, you know, a few days to go ahead and voice out. And then it would come out like the most random time. And it was like, Papi, I asked you that like three days ago. Yeah. And then you would get annoyed and then you would empathize with me. It yeah. Because I, I, I was like, oh, it's too late now. No, because <laughs> I don't believe in that. But I would think that it's like when somebody like says, hey, like, tell me what's on your heart. And it's like you wouldn't express it. But then like three days later, it comes out. It's like, OK, I don't understand. And I couldn't understand where you're coming from. But that's the thing is, like you said, people express their emotions in different ways. Mm-hmm. And that, that was but a I way would think that, that when somebody asks you, hey, what do you feel? I would think that that's the time that you plug in. Sometimes you're too, you're too pimped up or overwhelmed that you don't even see what's in front of you or what you're even feeling. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to be frank with you, guys and generally are not the most verbal with their emotions. What? Guys usually hold back. But you know this. No. Yes. That's how it is. Guys don't really talk about emotions. I think, I think you're different. Well, right, because I've come a long way with you and I'm more open with you, but mm-hmm. we don't no, it's like talk one thing. too it's like, much about it. It's like the it. thing of details. Whenever I ask you something detailed, you're like, I have no idea. It's like a generic. Or it's yeah. like, I'm not, tell me details. Get in there with yeah, me. Yeah, but that's, how, that's, a, that's a quality of, of you. That's a quality of, generally of women. Women go more into details. Guys don't, guys. Just like, whatever. Let's keep moving. Well, we got well, to talk about the same subject for hours. <laughs> what do you want to know how my day was? girls, like literally we could set up a tent. All we need is a few drinks and you could talk shit for hours. Yeah, it's like a guy. You ask a guy, hey, how was your day? Good. You ask a woman, hey, babe, how was your day? Hey, I went to the I went to the salon this morning. I got my nails done. I had a BLT for lunch. I walked the dog. Yeah, no, but not even that. See, that's simplified version. Now you're simplifying it for us. You would go into details about what you had, what was inside that BLT sandwich. You would go into detail about the guy who served you the BLT sandwich and the shit he said. And then you would go into details about getting your nails done and what the nail lady said and how much shit she spoke about you behind your back in a different language. You would say these things. <laughs> Guys, what did you do today? Change my oil. And yeah, I changed my oil. It was great. Yeah, sometimes I have dark. to be like, hey, is it a good day? Yeah, what else did you do? It's like, oh, okay. Then you open up. Yeah, but I think there's a good balance because if we mm-hmm. were both trying to talk a little, talk and talk and talk. Only one of us can have the floor at once. And it's like, shit, too much talking. You can't get shit done. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's overwhelming. But well, what would you say is one of the things that you have learned in the past like three years um, that has bettered your our emotional. Yeah, not give a shit. Stop to caring. not give a shit. To not care so much. Like, okay, let me be more specific Whoa. here. Let me be more specific. Uh-huh. Like there are certain things that are not going to affect you tomorrow. Yeah, I would agree. Like the, the petty stuff. It's okay, whatever. Oh, uh, you know, so-and-so didn't say thank you. All right, fuck it, whatever. I'm over it. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or yeah, just the small stuff. 
you know it's just like whatever move on or if you are frustrated about something just get out of the wind just be like you know you or there's i think there's really creative ways of saying that you didn't like something like i just gave you that cup of coffee and i sat down <laughs> and i said oh baby i hope you like that coffee see that's like me being like yeah you're passive aggressive yeah. about you not saying thank you yeah but then i'm over it and i forget about it yeah sure i could just be like hey babe i appreciate when you, when you say thank you but i could say that 24 million times and you're still going to slip here and there so it's whatever i gotcha but that's yeah. one of the things i've learned in the past three years is just just be more selective of what you decide to give your attention to and it's funny because that's what this book that i just finished reading um the subtle art of not giving a fuck that's what the book basically means is just be more selective with what what you decide to give your energy to because you, your energy and your time that you're investing is to this essentially is wasted if you're just giving it to the wrong things yeah i hear you I think in the beginning of a relationship, it's like when you first start dating, you can't help but like see these little things and you're like, oh, no, I can't have that. Oh, no, I got to say something. Oh, this. You're like so particular about the dumbest things. Um, And like in our first and first like what year, two, three years, like even up until last year, it was like one of these things where where we entered our relationship and we can't help but like still gravitate towards these stupid things that we're arguing about. Mm -hmm. And these stupid things would cause such a scene. And it's like, why at the end of the day, I love you. I love the person that you are, but I'm so nitpicky at these stupid things or say like when you first started freelancing. Like when I was freelancing? When Mm -hmm. you first started freelancing, you know, I had our first year of dating. It was one of these one of these cases where I was so used to having him at at my fingertips. Whoa! I did. No, it just we just spent a lot of time together. Yeah, we spent a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't controlling. It was, it was pretty much. It was pretty weekend every evening. After I get it done, I'll get done working. We just hang out. Yeah, whether it would be for an hour or whatever. So once you start freelancing and you had to bust ass working and you're and you're building a name for yourself, it's a lot of our free time was taken for him to go bust ass Mm -hmm. but also i didn't realize in that time of him going ahead and freelancing that it's like it's not that he's trying to rob me of that time it's just he's trying to do good for himself or something that he loves and trying to excel in that so literally we battled this for like how long would you say like a year perhaps it was just me causing like a scene all the time you know if i found out he was literally having a job like for five days and then going straight to another job and then it's like say like i don't know maybe a few times where i would only see you once every two weeks uh, those were those were far in between but i feel you no in the beginning you were pretty active as far as you working constantly it was very like if it was even a, that one summer oh yeah if it was that feature film that, that that's that one summer we got back together that was that was probably i think the worst of it all you had just started then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's what hit you the hit you the most. But I think it was nice because it allowed us to suddenly get back into the relationship. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's that's one great point that you know it shows growth, and it's like you know when you came to terms with it, and it's like if he's happy doing it, then. Well, and it took years, and even now it's like when you were working, you know, this past Christmas or whatever, you had to go to Africa for was it two three weeks? You're like, I'm gonna miss you so much, and I was like, Well, you go, you have fun, do what you gotta do. I'll see you in a little bit, okay? Yeah. And like nothing. It was rough. Polar opposites. Th- that was rough. That was rough. That was probably the the toughest one for me being away. Yeah. I will say it's like, sheesh. Yeah, it was it was not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, that that shows growth, and I and I think you know, now living through this quarantine, we've seen each other a lot. Mm-hmm. It's been very consistent. I mean, so, it's a great good prep for marriage. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's doing great. But imagine when shit starts getting picking up again. I, I guess it's, it's going to be an adjustment. It's going to be an adjustment for you. And you, I'm sure you're going to feel it. And I'm going to feel it. I'm oh sure. God, I miss you already. Because then you'll be busy on the weekends doing weddings. <laughs> yeah. And we well, have, that's if I ever go back to doing Remember when we were, we were at like our busiest, we wouldn't, we would see each other in the evenings. Say it would be like after I was done for a wedding and I was like, like his Saturday and Sundays are usually free. And I'd be like, we would try to find something to do like at 10 o'clock at night when I was done with my wedding. Yeah. And then here I'm trying to go to bed at 11. Well, no, I'm trying to go to bed at eight. <laughs> I never go to bed at eight, baby. Yeah. You're so dramatic. You're so dramatic. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 insane to see your relationship evolve. But as well as when two people really want it, the lengths that you're willing to go to go ahead and like slowly like, it's like you're starting with a block of ice and we're chiseling, we're chiseling, we're yeah. chiseling, we're chiseling. And you both have to be willing to chisel. That's yeah. the point. It's like one if one person puts on the chisel, then it's like, well. What are you doing in this relationship if yeah. you're not willing to really sculpt this masterpiece? All hell breaks loose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I tell you, you give up. So I think that's probably one of the, the biggest takeaways is you both have to be willing to grow. Yeah. Um, but relationships are, are symbolically based upon living a good life. It's like for you to live a good life, you're going to have to be willing to work at it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, it's like you both need to be on the same page as far as, hey, you know, this is what your perception of what you a good life is to you vice versus me and we need to go ahead and combine those two together and go ahead and create a little little pathway a little path yeah, yeah. and it's and, and on the subtle arbor not giving a fuck he says and they aren't alone in that uh reversal for many of us our proudest achievements come in the face of greatest adversity our pain often makes us stronger more resilient more grounded Many cancer survivors, for example, report feeling stronger and more grateful after winning their battle to survive. Many military personnel report a mental resilience gained from withstanding a dangerous environment of being in a war zone. Hmm. It's exactly what we're talking about. It's like you have to be willing to withstand that. Like, just like you just want to rip somebody's Those head wars, off. Those wars, yeah. Either whether it's a person within yourself mm-hmm. to come back on top. In anything. Yeah. In anything. But hey, you know, and here we are, still doing it, little by little, <laughs> chiseling away. Every day. All right, baby. Well, um, we thank you guys for listening. We thank you for this great conversation. We appreciate it, yeah. Um, it was very off the cusp and very uh, in, just informal. Freestyle. Yeah, yeah, a little freestyle. Yeah, which is nice. It is, it is. Just, just a little good daily conversation. If you guys have any questions, all our people out there, just, just ask away. Email us, Instagram Slide us. Slide in our DM. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you guys want us to answer anything on this podcast. Or certain topics I like maybe you struggle with or a story or anonymous, anonymously even like it's endless. Yeah. And we are planning to have guests in the next coming episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, little by little, we're building this up and we thank you guys for listening. And Thank you, you so guys. much. Have a good week. <laughs>